0: Today, I am speaking to Andy. She lives in Tucson, Arizona and is 43 years old with underlying health conditions. I'd like to know how her community is reacting to the virus and what she is doing to protect herself. Is she afraid of contracting this virus? What about medical appointments? Keep them or postpone? What is it like to have ongoing medical conditions while confronting the threat of an invisible enemy Andy, welcome to the Corona Diaries. How are you feeling?
1: Thank you, Sam. I'm feeling just fine, thanks.
0: You had surgery recently. are you uh, are you doing better?
1: I would rate myself probably an eight out of ten. I had uh, I had major surgery on January seventeenth and was stuck in the house for eight weeks after that, only to feel better and now have to be stuck in the house again.
0: Yes, it's it's like uh, a never ending torture. But at least you're um, you were not hospitalized during you know in the midst of this crisis. At least you you made it through that part of it um, before getting into this. This That's chapter.
1: true, because I can't imagine people who aren't able to have any visitors right now. That's pretty devastating.
0: Yes, it's something that most of us take for granted, but if you're there, it's probably unimaginable. Um, tell me, what's, what's going on in Tucson? Is your community on lockdown? Are people going out and about, basically business as usual? What, paint me a picture of Tucson.
1: Arizona, thankfully, has not been one of the most hard-hit states. Um, the, the mayor did close restaurants and bars um, and limited it to takeout only. Um, but I was in my car out yesterday, and it seemed busier than it has always been on the road.
0: Seems as busy as basically as as typical typical traffic is what you're saying.
1: Typical traffic, and um, in fact, I was at Costco yesterday. Foolishly enough,
0: yeah. Let me stop you right there, Andy. You have a compromised immune system, correct? Am I? Am I? Is that an accurate statement? Um, You have a compromised immune system. So, frankly, as as virulent as this this coronavirus may be, you even have a higher risk of catching it. So why are you even leaving the house?
1: Well, I left for two reasons. I had eyeglasses that had arrived and I was in desperate need of some glasses.
0: So do you want to be blind or do you want to be dead?
1: Um, Right now I just don't want to be blind and also we are um, precipitously close to running out of toilet paper Um, and my husband was at another Costco in town at the same time while I was at the northwest side Costco because he had been calling and asking when their deliveries were coming so we both went out to two different Costco's and came back with nothing.
0: Wow. What about food delivery? You can't you can't have food delivered? I mean I just it, let the problem is
1: I have been having food delivered. But e- not going out
0: even if just food your food. husband goes out, he he potentially could be infecting. You both need to stay home.
1: Well he has to be out anyway. The court system, my husband's an attorney. The court system is not completely shut down and not everything can be done on Zoom. He had to be in court half the day yesterday. Um He's, um, you know, some cases, I mean, the foster care system, my husband does juvenile work here. The foster system is really impacted by this. And
0: Now, my recollection of oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say they're letting the kids stay home from court, but they're not letting the parents stay home from court. The parents and their attorneys have to be in court.
0: Now, having met your husband, my recollection is that he's a bit neurotic. How's he handling this?
1: Well, he's been practicing social distancing since law school when his neurosis has officially <laughs> kicked in. So um, so
0: this is actually like second nature to him? Is that what you're saying?
1: Second nature. I mean, he was really stressed out a couple of days ago about the toilet paper situation, um, but he seemed to have calmed down yesterday. And uh, I mean, he's a little bit more stressed out than usual, but not. he's not what I imagined that he... Could have been,
0: and you're not stressed out. You're not afraid of contracting this. I mean, obviously, if you're running into Costco, you 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 don't live in fear. I, I'm a little fearful, of course. Afraid I'm more when I was of...
1: there late at night. I get more fearful. The ti- more tired I am, the more fearful I feel. But um, you know, for me, contracting the flu is very dangerous, and in the past has triggered um, me to get out of remission and. I'm used to being at risk. It's not the first thing that I've been at risk for. And you sort of have this soldier mentality where you just buck up and do whatever you need to do.
0: So as far as you're concerned, this is just another example of being at high risk. No, it's just
1: another one. Obviously, this is more serious. Um, But only because the news cycle is making it more stressful. And the fact that every other person around me is also doing what I've had to do for so long. I
0: so you feel the news is, is hyping this up?
1: I don't think they're hyping it up, but it's hard to get off the news once you turn it on. Mm-hmm. And um, a little dab will do you. It's stressful to listen to it for too long.
0: Well, I a a reporter for NBC was asking uh, Trump about what his message would be for people who are listening at home who are afraid. And Trump just tore into him. This was earlier today. Um, It seemed like a reasonable question to me. He said it was a nasty question. Um, I, I don't know where that comes from. How do you how do you think the administration is doing in terms of leading the response effort?
1: I think Dr. Fauci is my hero, the head of the NIH. I think he
0: and, should run for uh, for president.
1: Yeah, I mean, Trump for all of his mental illness issues, <laughs> I think he's doing the best that he can. I mean, nobody uh nobody's going to handle a crisis perfectly and he's made a lot of mistakes, but I mean, we're used to him making mistakes so I'm not shocked So basically,
0: you've just set the bar low for him so it's okay he, he's doing as good as the low bar you've set is that am I reading that correctly
1: is he doing as good as the low bar I've set for him look I, I can't imagine being in his shoes right now I'm always envious of people like him who seem to be able to live off of two hours of sleep a night and that impresses me
0: he gets um, more than two hours sleep. let's not believe the maybe uh,
1: four the I don't know I just anybody in leadership right now I don't envy
0: i um, and your family your your extended family is back in Ohio uh you're obviously you know not in driving distance from there uh when do you anticipate seeing them again and is that is that a hard thing to to process that it may be yeah. a while
1: That one's harder for me than most of the other things going on, only because my mom was just diagnosed with breast cancer and had surgery recently and is about to start radiation. And my original plan was to go home and help her during that time, so I can't do that anymore. And also my sister um, obviously has her children home, and my mom has been trying to help her take care of them, but doesn't have the um, physical capacity right now to do it on a daily basis. So I would have loved to have been able to fly to Ohio to help.
0: To be an right added now. added yeah. support. So now you yeah. feel like you can't be there and you feel helpless.
1: Correct. Although I do FaceTime them every day, multiple times. And I yesterday I was reading my nephews a book and... um you know, I feel connected to them on FaceTime. It's just i they really need an extra hand right now. And that's not something I can do.
0: You know, it's interesting. My, my son was uh, taking a class earlier today with a teacher who was in California. We're in the D.C. area. And there were other students in the class. And they're all on the computer together. And I'm watching this, standing in the background. And I'm wondering, could this be the future of... Education—that uh, perhaps this this crisis we're in is exposing a whole new wave of of opportunity for people to engage—and it may not be a good thing <laughs> because it's not in person. But are we are we potentially moving towards that? I mean that that's really a whole other conversation. But it's interesting to watch these alternative methods of communication sprout up. I mean they're not new, but the way they're being utilized now, it's becoming far more pervasive.
1: That's true. There's, I think there will be a lot of positive results from all of this mayhem.
0: What about your, I presume you have upcoming medical appointments. Are they as scheduled? Are you postponing them? Are the offices postponing them? Are, are you really keen on going into a doctor's office right now?
1: I don't have any pressing appointments. And, uh, you know, I have just regular checkups. I have a dental appointment. I'm going to cancel all the regular things that I I know my mom was supposed who just had surgery was supposed to have her surgical site drained this week and they postponed it. Um and that stresses me out a little bit for her. What would you
0: what would you say is your biggest fear pertaining to this? Is it that your husband could could bring the virus home, that our medical system can't support it? What if, if you had to describe your fear? that i mean everybody has fears even if they don't want to admit it what what's yours as it, as it pertains to this
1: i think the what they're forecasting in terms of how long this is going to last and the waves and they're not sure if you can contract the virus more than once although i heard yesterday that you probably can't but they're not certain since it's a new virus um i f- I fear uh, how long this social distancing and isolation and economic impact is going to affect everyone in my, mm-hmm. in my, in my local community, all the small business owners and all the kids and uh, parents who are stuck at home. And uh, when I hear the 18 month forecast for this, it makes me really stressed out. Mm hmm.
0: Well, Andy, maybe we can uh, reconvene down the road and see how things are progressing for you and your family and locally there in Arizona. So I appreciate you joining the Corona Diaries.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been fun.